Hello and welcome to the show. Firstly, I just want to say that this is the one year anniversary of business arts and all that jazz. So woohoo! <laughs> I'm so excited about that. I can't believe it's been going for an entire year and I want to thank you guys for listening. Now today we are going to celebrate with a special offer, but before we do that, let's talk about today's topic and that is three ways to finish the year strong because you still have time, my friends. You still have time and I know I know that it is hard at this time of year and we start to drag our feet to the finish line, but you still have a quarter left. Imagine what you could achieve if you just put some focused energy into that. I'm going to help you through that. I'm going to bring you those three ways to really support you, to give you um, a thriving concept of how you can plan better for this quarter and move on to 2023 with a bang. So let's do that together. Now, as I mentioned before we kick into the show, <laughs> it's one year and I've got a special offer. So today I'm going to be offering you my lovely loyal listeners, 50% off a laser coaching call with me. So I am a performing arts business strategist and coach. So if you would like to work through anything within your studio business or creative business, performing arts business, I am here to help you. I can help you get unstuck. I can help you evolve ideas. I can help you with your quarterly plan or even your 2023 annual plan and help you get laser focused so that you can move forward and not lose this precious time that we have. Okay. So if you want to take advantage of that and get your 50% off offer, check out the link in the show notes and yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. Welcome to the show. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck, to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion, and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, it's Josephine here. And today I am looking to stop dragging my feet. <laughs> because it's easy to do at this time of year. It is so easy to do. You know, it's October. There's only three months left of the year. If that Christmas is around the corner, it is absolutely insane. A lot of Australian studio owners I know will be in that whole Christmas concert showcase season. 
uh, which is busy, which is really busy. And aside from that, not only do we have the show, but we're also still running our business. We're running our programs. We have families. We have friends. We have social commitments coming up at this time of year, end of year, Christmas parties, all of it. And that can be really overwhelming. Uh, I felt like this a couple of days ago. We all have these spurts. Like no one is immune to this. Not even me who's like, okay, get motivated. You know, what's my motivation today to get me through? And I think about that daily, you know, affirmations and all that stuff, all that fun stuff. But really the best thing that I could ever share with you is that I have a plan. So even when I fall off the bandwagon, I come back to the plan. So what I want to talk about today is those three ways that you can finish the year strong because you absolutely still have time. Even though it feels like you don't, you do. It's October. You absolutely do. So, you know, we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about how to respect your time as well and not fall into the trap of doing, you know, midnight emails and 4am wake ups to make it all work because that's not uh, sustainable either. So, all right. So first of all, like I said, uh, we are dragging our feet a little bit at this time of the year. So let's get a little bit of a pep in your step. Now, number one on the three ways to finish the year strong is firstly, I want you to get focused on what you want to achieve between now and the end of the year. And I know that sounds really simple, but it is. It is as simple as writing down the goals that you want to achieve. Um, So obviously a lot of, you know, studio owners, like I said, might be falling into the whole, well, it's Christmas showcase. That's it. I just want to have a good show. But we can get a little bit more specific than that. What exactly do you want to have in place before you go off onto your Christmas holiday? And I do hope that you're all taking a a nice little holiday there after Christmas. What do you have? What do you want to have in place moving into the end of this year so that when you begin next year, you're in a really strong position? Okay. Now, I don't know if you can hear the lawnmower out my window. (laughs) Someone's mowing the lawns, of course. They only start when I start um, recording, but that's okay. So hopefully that's not distracting you. Maybe you can't even hear it. Um, But yes, so for example, you might have orientations that you're running uh, for your studio where you're inviting new people into your studio to get pre-enrollments for your next year. So that's something that I'm considering. So I'm actually looking at dates where I can do pre-enrollments. Other things are I'm not... I enroll all year round for my mini stars program, which is at four to six. So we still have our enrollment goals, even at this time of year. Uh, I also start booking my venues for next year. All of that starts to be put into place. So it could be financial goals. It could be, you know, it could be revenue goals. It could be task related I don't want it to be nitty gritties, like make sure that I've emailed everyone or whatever. Like I want it to be something that really can reshape your business. Uh, Obviously, if you have team, then that's going to support you even further. And if you don't, that's okay. Um, But you need to start looking at what do you actually want to achieve by the close of business December 2022. So I want you to put that together on a list. 
Now, it's important to mention that there may be some things, once you create that list, there's going to be some things that need to be benched. So firstly, if you're getting focused on what you want, which is number one in the ways to finish the year strong, the next thing you need to do is number two, review the goals and get realistic. So once you review your goals, um, I want you to really think about it and go, is this too much? Is this too much? Um, to get done and really think about what it would take time-wise to be able to complete that and if that's realistic when you start carving out your calendar. So you might say, oh, I want to launch a new um, dance program or I want to launch a new product or whatever. Uh, Maybe that is something you could do potentially. That might be totally possible and realistic for you at this time. But maybe it's not. And maybe instead of that, you might say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create the idea around that and then have a plan ready for launch in the new year, for example. So I don't want you to be creating these plans and then sitting there stressed out about what you've you've created for yourself. Because at the end of the day, I, I can be guilty of this. Absolutely. All of my frustrations can, are totally self-inflicted. <laughs> Like I'm the CEO of my business. I like to say I'm the CEO of my business and my life, as are you. And, um, and yeah, I, I sometimes am really, well, not sometimes, I am very much ambitious and I can put a bit too much on my plate at any one time. So it is good to do this as a general next step whenever you do goal setting to then go right next, review the goals and let's see if it's realistic. And again, you know, pie in the sky is beautiful. I love dreaming big. It's not about squashing the dreams. It's about what can you physically achieve? Or if it's something you can't achieve, do you have the team, the resources? So that might be money and people in place to support you, to help you achieve those goals. So it could be totally possible, but it may not be possible on your own. So that is something to consider. By the way, I actually have what I call a bench list in my Trello, Trello, not Trello board, not Trello, goodness, Trello board. So T-R-E-L-L-O. And you might have a Monday board. You might just use a notepad. You might use a Google spreadsheet, whatever you use, it doesn't matter. But I have a list in my Trello board where I actually put my 90 day plan tasks every quarter. Um, And I also put other ideas that come to mind and I call it going to get to it. I call the list going to get to it. And essentially they've been benched. I don't want to forget them. I love the ideas. Like one day I'm going to write a book. (laughs) One day I'm going to launch an interstate program for my musical makers club. One day, one day, one day. Sometimes though I read through that list of the gonna get gonna get to it. I tend to do it every quarter. I just double check and sometimes I move some of that stuff off and I go, you know what? This is the quarter where I'm gonna get to it and I move it off the benched list and over to the in my 90-day plan list. Okay? So there's nothing wrong with free-flowing ideas. There's nothing wrong with being creative. 
after all, being creative is what we're about. But what I'm saying is if you are flat chat at the moment with concert preparations, ordering costumes, um, production stuff, event planning, you know, choreography through the nose, all that stuff, um, you know, extra private lessons and all the things that might come up as people prepare for end of year production season, then, you know, just be kind to yourself. You can absolutely goal set, but just review and make sure that it's realistic so that you're not up um, at 3am in the morning working or stressing out at midnight. Okay. Cause we don't want that for you. Okay. So number one, get focused on what you want. Number two, review the goals and get realistic. And then number three in the ways to finish the year strong is carve out time to plan. Now, I'm going to explain exactly what I mean by this. So you know how you say, yeah, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. But you don't actually set aside time to plan and create the space that you need. So first things first, this is a really social time of year, especially after all the COVID stuff. And it's just bustling. I mean, kids activities, if you've got children, that is, Um, you know, events at your studio, whatever, Christmas parties, all the stuff's going to be coming up. So first things first is get out your personal calendar or diary and start blocking out everything that you've said yes to start thinking about what you might need to say no to. It could be a personal invitation. Um, I've actually got one this weekend that I've said yes to that I'm realizing is a bit of a mistake. So I'm probably going to say no to that one. Um, And I should have said it much earlier. So this is what I mean. It's just, we say yes to so many things it's okay to say no sometimes is what I'm, what's what I'm saying. So go through the social calendar first, make sure that you and your family are sorted before you start scheduling everything else. Okay. Because you want to make sure that you've prioritized what's most important to you. And if that is your family, then make sure that that's in there. Um, and obviously you can't, you can't be all things to everyone all the time. Like you might have to miss one of your kids things or, you know, whatever, you know, that's just the way it goes. You know, you can't be perfect all the time. It's just not possible. And that's why I call it work-life blend rather than work-life balance, because it's not about, you can't balance it. There's too much going on, right? So carve out time. First of all, start with your personal stuff. Block it out in your calendar. Make sure that your family and your personal desires are sorted. If you find anything there that's overwhelming too much or you really don't want to do, say no now. Go and call them. Go and send them an email. Do whatever you got to do. Shoot that text over and say, I'm really sorry. I am overbooked. I need to cancel that. And just be honest. Do it. Save yourself. The next thing um, I would say is if you have not yet created your 90-day plan, So your quarterly plan for October to December, then drop everything, my friend, and do it. Okay, drop everything, my friend, and do it. So what are your business goals specifically? What is the major mark? What is the major focus from now to the end of the year? What is your major marketing task? What is your major revenue stream? What are your offers? What are your you know, what are your general goals? Do you need to do some staff training to bring out the end of the year? Do you need to have 
better communication portals for your um, clients, whatever it might be. I actually do my 90 day plan on one sheet. So I do a quick draft one and then I do the actual, the actual one, which goes up onto my wall and I highlight green each. It's very manual, but I actually quite like it like that. Monday boards are great for this too, whatever. Um, and we do put it in our Trello board as well, but I, I love physical stuff like writing, highlighting like that just works for me. So yeah, so I'm not moving away from that, but yeah, carve out time to plan your quarter, but also carve out time to plan your year ahead. So when we look at the year ahead, we talk about So, for example, in December, mid-December, I've actually got a a whole day booked already where I am just going to plan 2023. And I urge you not to wait till next year to do this. Do it this year. Do it this year because then you can actually go on your holiday or whatever you're doing, take that break and enjoy it for what it is without the stress or worry or thinking, oh, gosh, I should put that on there or... I haven't, I haven't done any, oh, I've got so much to do when I get back. You can, my throat, by the way, since I've had COVID, it's really tricky. Um, Yeah. So if I keep making little sounds to clear it, I apologize. I've already paused this podcast about four times (laughs) just to clear my throat, but I think I'm just going to have to push through now because yeah, it's just not going away. It's my post COVID um, tickle in my throat. But anyway, So, so yeah, so basically, like I've mentioned, I have a date in December where I have carved out a day to just plan the year ahead. And it's a skeleton plan. It's a, okay, what are the major events that we want to run? What are the major goals? What is our student enrollment goal? What is our retention goal? Um, And then how do we plan to do that? You know, I, I look at my show titles for the year because we, we do musical theatre. I look at my show titles. I look at everything, right? So it's basically a whole view of 2023. And that doesn't mean it can't tweak, change or evolve. It just means that I've got a plan of action, right? So when we kick off back from the break, my team and I know exactly what's next. We're all on the same page. And I would urge you to share the plan with your team or involve them in the, in the planning process. So typically with my, with my annual plans, I tend to fly solo on those and then share them afterwards. But there, you don't have to, you might have someone within your office that you'd love to work side by side with and, and do it with them. Um, that's what I like to do personally. With my quarterly plans, I do it with team. So I actually have my office team a part of that so that we're on the same page. We upload it into our Trello board. We printed a PDF version of it. So it's, you know, you can stick it on the wall and be highlighting it as you go um, and moving it through the Trello board system and all that jazz. But essentially, um, yeah, remember that the plan doesn't just have to be about you and all the things that you need to do, but it can absolutely be delegation tasks. It can be whatever. It can be you know, the whole view. Actually, um, it's interesting. I, I listened to a podcast this morning, um, which talked about how bees, uh, work in a beehive and how the common goal of the bee is just 
the survival of the species. That's it. So, you know, they will die for the cause. They'll do anything. It's it's a little bit crazy, but they're definitely, um, they're actually a democracy, which people don't realise, which I thought was really interesting because you think of the queen bee ruling the roost, but it's not. They actually all work together with a common goal and, you know, the way they worded it was that the queen doesn't have princess babies. Like it doesn't work like that. Like everyone elects this queen through this beehive system and then, you know, it, it, it sort of moves around as it needs to. Um, you know, so if we think of our business as, you know, that whole picture is the beehive and it takes many bees to make it work, you know, you've got the queen bee who's working cohesively with, the, you know, the worker bees and the other bees and, and all of the things, the, the fertilization bees and all these things that are happening within the hive. The client view is just the hive. The client doesn't see the individual bees working crazy to make this work, um, you know, to make it sustainable. The client just sees the hive. And so, you know, we have to remember that many hands make great work, that sometimes you need other busy bees to be a part of what you're creating. So I want you to also include that, not bees. Don't, I'm not saying go be <laughs> a beekeeper. What I'm saying is think about how or who you may need in the new year to bring your goals to life. Because I promise you, if you have all of these goals that you want to achieve, but you are the only person working within your business, you're going to fry. <clears throat> or you're not going to produce much honey, okay? <laughs> You're just not going to produce much honey because you need support. Um, and it's interesting because people often say, well, I can't afford support. Absolutely, it's something you need to consider. But I, I just never looked back. I always used to say years ago, I can't afford to hire anyone in the office. I had teachers and whatnot, but um, office administration support has been the biggest game changer for me. And um, that's been a few years now that I've had that. But... Prior to that, I always said I couldn't afford it. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't afford not to have it, you know? So what I would say to you is, again, when you're doing that planning session, be it quarterly or annually, and I recommend doing both. So having an overview look of the year, but then still doing a hyper-focused into the quarters, um, just make sure that you're considering not just what you want to achieve, but how you want to achieve it. It's not enough to just write down a goal and say, right, we're going to do this. Then you need to review it. You need to make sure it's realistic within the time frame. You need to ensure you have the resources. You need to make sure that you've got the plan in place to do those specific tasks related to making that goal a reality. Okay. So like I said, it's not too late to finish the year strong. It's not too late. There's still time. We're only in October. Because what will happen is if you drag your feet to December, which is easy to do, it's easy to do, and I get it. I totally get it. If you drag your feet to December, January will become a write-off because you'll be then going, oh, my God, I've got to get it together. I've got to figure it all out in January instead of implementing your marketing plan straight off the bat ready for enrollment season or whatever. Like you're just going to lose time because – you've not thought about it 
because you're too busy in it, you know, buying the costumes and doing the bits and pieces and sewing the sequence on the tutu. <laughs> like that's not, that's not what is going to get you um, to the next level. It could be fun. It might be good. It might be what you know, but you need to take a step back and carve out time. Okay, so just to recap everyone, because it's not too late, there's plenty of time, my friends. There's always time. Ready? The three ways to finish the year strong. Number one, get focused on what you want. Number two, review the goals and get realistic. And number three, carve out time. Book in time to plan your year ahead and book in time to plan your quarter And actually, when you do that annual, you thought I was finished, right? (laughs) Oh, no. Actually, when you do that annual plan, book in planning time. So this October, actually, like next week or the week after, whatever it is, I'm actually going away on a two-day retreat to write. And I'm just going to write. I'm going to write. I'm going to be writing about um, like my upgraded talent manager bootcamp course. I want to tweak it. I want to make it um, more accessible to other, you know, international markets and things like that. So I need to tweak it slightly. Um, So I'm going to be doing that and I'm really excited. And that's something that I actually planned a couple of months ago and now it's coming up. Don't know if my husband's going to be that happy having the kids for the weekend without me, but too bad. So sad. Uh, I need to go and be the CEO of my business and work on my business, right? So I'm going to go into a retreat. Apparently, I'm going to, I think it's called Billabong. Yeah, Billabong retreat. And it's, you know, meant to be beautiful and relaxing and you get massage and you do yoga and you eat vegan food. But apparently, it's like the best vegan food ever. I'm not vegan. I just had chicken today. (laughs) But I I appreciate it. So, you know, I'm just really looking forward to that and getting some um, me time, but also writing time away from little kidlets and business and all the distractions of life. So, you know, just carving out that time is amazing. Okay, that's the end of the show. Just a reminder, that special offer for you half price on my one-on-one coaching service so that I can help you move forward. I can help you get unstuck. I can help you plan well and, you know, achieve those big dreams for your business. I'd love that for you. So if you want a strategy in place to move forward, head to the show notes now and receive your 50% off um, laser coaching call with me. So that's 60 minutes with me at a very special price, but it's only available for the rest of October and November. You need to book in there. Otherwise that's it. It's gone. (laughs) All right, everyone take care. And yeah, I hope to see you on a coaching call. Bye. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.